Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Here we go, guys. Man, I wanted to post this, and it really sucks because you guys won't know exactly what I'm talking about because I had already scheduled, um, what is it, uh, an episode towards the end of this month in regards to this specific topic and how YouTube is literally like a communist state and how it's literally silencing just about everyone out there that has an opinion. Like, it, it could be an opinion about anything. Now, to go over very briefly what that dives into, let's look at it this way. There's a, there's a, what is it? There's um, a YouTube channel called London Real. 1.83 million, okay, YouTube subscribers. And they talk about a lot of good things. Now, they talk about, you know, the virus, the vaccine, all that stuff. I don't know, you know, of, uh, in terms of putting conspiracy theories out there, if that's dangerous or et cetera, or all that other stuff. But let me just put this into context here because you got... YouTube fighting, terrorism, people dying in different videos, uh, uh, animals eating other animals, blood, guts, okay? Female vaginas on, uh, on YouTube platforms such as Tech 9 If you guys don't know Tech 9 he's a very forgettable rapper. I guess that's what they call him. But he puts guns in his videos. He elicits, like, 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 violence, and he puts these women on there just throwing their ass in the air, literally showing all of their private parts, and YouTube allows that. Not only do they allow that, they put ads on those bullshit-ass videos. Well, guess what broke news today? Valuetainment. Patrick McDavid, he said, Joe Rogan. Now, I'm not a fan of Joe Rogan whatsoever. I could really care less. I don't learn anything from him. And he got famous back in 2008 by bum-rushing Carlos Mencia on stage to make fun of him and say, oh, you're a hoax of a comedian, blah, 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 blah. And that's how Joe Rogan got famous. It's pretty sad how he got famous off uh, being uh, a typical American, I guess you could say. But nonetheless, a lot of people listen to that garbage. It's not my opinion, but it's the fact that he gets 150 million downloads a goddamn month on that guy, on his, uh, what is it, on his YouTube and just about everything else. So I'm like, oh my God. First and foremost, that's a heavy hitter on YouTube. He attracts a lot of heat, right? And if you look at the comment section, it's just troll mania on there. Troll City. He makes $30 million. I don't know if it's a year. It's got to be a year. He makes about $30 million a year. I don't know doing what. But let's just say he interviews people for about one hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, or whatever. I've never sat through one of his interviews because, again, there's just very little content in there. But he signed a $100 million contract with Spotify. $100 million. What does that mean? Well, guess what? Spotify said by the end of the year, he wants and they want all his content taken down from YouTube and put onto Spotify. YouTube is literally going to lose their number five. Right now, they're number five because he signed with Spotify and all his content will be exclusively on Spotify. It's amazing. Guys, let me look at you. Let me, let me give you an example of this in terms of valuation. So there was a, a racist owner for the Los Angeles Clippers, Sterling. I think this was about five years ago. He was brought on, you know, a recording saying, nigga, nigga, all this, did the N-word, which, you know, folks out there just love saying in America. <laughs> but nonetheless... He bought the San Diego Clippers a very long time ago for only $16 million. And then after the accusations and after he got completely, um, what is it? He, he got completely removed from the organization. He went on to sell it to this other guy. I don't know. He, he was a friend of that Bill Gates freakazoid who's trying to do horrible things with this vaccine. Um, Bart, Bartman, Bart, Barter, he's a, he's a really 
awkward guy, but he sold it. He sold it to that guy for $2.2 billion in 2015. And what did that mean? Well, guess what? That's when the Jordan brand became a $1 billion, uh, what is it, brand. Now, again, his brand as of last year is making $1 billion per quarter now, which is insanity. But what does that mean? It's because, well, if you sell something, the valuation of all the other organizations, it goes up. So this guy buys the Clippers for $2.2 billion. Next thing you know, all the other organizations, they go up in profit too. Let me give you an example. Some people are saying, God damn, man, Spotify, that's $100 million that they just gave away. But you know what? Before they signed or before Joe Rogan signed that contract, they were sitting at $161 a share on Wall Street. They're now at $189. That's literally – I don't know how much of an increase that is. I think that's about a 17.5 increase in less than 48 hours. And you know what's even more shocking? Some people would say Spotify lost $100 million. They gained $5 billion. They went from being an overall company of $30 billion U.S. dollars to $35.5 billion. Was that a gamble? Obviously not. For Joe Rogan? Probably not. All his, all his content is going to be exclusive just for Spotify. But what does this mean for Google and for Apple and for YouTube? Well, guess what? Because you're a communist state, because you're deplatforming, such as YouTube channels like London Reels about to be deplatformed, and people who are going out there and expressing their feelings, YouTube is exactly what China censorship is. If you say one thing, they're just going to take you off. They're not going to kill you or anything like they've been doing the doctors and reporters out there, but they're going to just deplatform you so you no longer have a voice. Remember the whole InfoWars, InfoWars, uh, that, that, but that guy was spreading horrible, horrible conspiracy theories. It was disgusting what he was saying. So I'm all for that deplatforming. But for London Real to interview people such as Robert Kiyosaki and have some of the best interviews out there and for you to just completely deplatform them. And now Spotify's like, yeah, fuck yeah, we'll give you $100 million. You come on over here, just take all that bullshit off. Fuck Google, fuck YouTube, fuck all that. Get, take all that garbage off and come on over here. He said, deal. YouTube is now, they're probably up in fucking arms because they're like, oh my god, we've lost our number five. Now guys, I want to put this into perspective. You guys are going to hear the whole rundown of me going on that rant later on this month. And you guys, this is all good. You're going to be able to come back to this and make sense of it. But what do you think Spotify is going to do with everyone else? Think of all the people who should just literally just be on a podcast rather than, rather than doing a video. Joe Rogan shouldn't be doing videos. Why? It's just him just talking in that ugly-ass little room, and uh, that could all be done on podcasts. And that's exactly what Spotify is going to be doing on top of launching their video service. YouTube is in trouble, and guess what? That's capitalism. You go back to Spotify, Spotify's like, man, you can say whatever you want. We ain't going to do nothing. And that's the beauty of it. Because guess what? YouTube... That I don't know. I I don't know so much about capitalism, socialism, communism. I don't give a fuck about any isms. Okay, racism, uh, religionism, fanaticism. I don't give a fuck about isms. I don't believe in isms. But because YouTube is just silencing the voices of a lot of people. Again, going back to the guy by the name of Randy Flagg. He's just a little uh, African American guy living out there in China, exposing China for their for their 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 racism. Again, another ism that I really just don't give a damn about. 
YouTube has been like literally demonetizing a lot of his videos just for speaking out, just for speaking up and out. Yet they're bringing these rappers on and giving them all the ads in the world with them bringing these black women on, shaking their asses and revealing their private parts. That's okay. Now, this isn't about black. This isn't about rappers. But this is about YouTube. Can you imagine if they're number one? What's that guy, PewDiePie? I can't believe people watch that. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, talk about no value. Uh, but if you look at him and if Spotify come to him and say, man, we'll give you one billion right now, he will fucking leave YouTube in less than two seconds. He would. He would. And you know what? Within the next decade, somebody is going to get a billion dollar contract with Spotify. Spotify is going to take over the game. And this is what and what I'm so happy about is the fact that God damn it, capitalism speaks. Free speech speaks. Now, I'm not for these bullshit-ass conspiracy theories. I think M4 Wars is absolutely disgusting. There's a lot of things out there that are just nasty with these people taking advantage of weak-minded individuals, such as, like, Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez is the ultimate scam, yet YouTube allows him to post these bullshit-ass, garbage-ass YouTube videos about... Guys, and again, it's like Instagram fighting. Instagram, they don't have values or morals. They're immoral. They're immoral. Because you have all these fighting videos of garbage UFC and you're promoting this garbage and little kids can see this shit. You try making YouTube kids. That ain't going to work either going back to YouTube. Hey, but you're demonetizing and you're deplatforming people. Can you imagine, guys? Can you imagine if I woke up and YouTube said, ah, man, we fucking hate this fool. He only has about 628 subscribers. He doesn't really do much. He just uploads all his podcasts directly on there. But let's just deplatform him. Facebook does the same thing. Let's just deplatform people. That's not going to work anymore. Because then you got free speech capitalistic companies such as Spotify saying, hey, man, you could come on here. And I hope this is the beginning of the end of YouTube. The beginning of the end of Google. The beginning of the end of Apple. Guys, this is only going to work for so long. I've been talking about this in terms of... um, uh, what is it? I'm sorry, Apple, what is it, Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. But Apple in general, what are you going to do this year? I mean, the coronavirus, so let's put out a cheaper iPhone. A cheaper iPhone with the same bullshit you've been putting in phones the last nine years, it's not working anymore. These dumb fucks that actually purchase your product every year, they're going to realize that they have been dumb fucks. They're going to wake up and they're going to be like, dude, we're out. All it takes is another company, and there are now two companies grossing more per year than Apple. I don't give a damn if you're a trillion-dollar company. It's because you guys have been around for a long time. Huawei and Samsung is on your ass, and I think there's another company that's on their ass right now. Apple's number three. I can give a damn how many assets they have. But innovation is just not happening. And I wanted to hurry up and brush up on uh, staying in your lane. You know... Mark Zuckerfuck, this guy, uh, again, he's all about ads and trying to pump in as much money. He doesn't like putting out a really, a really powerful product. He has had almost a decade to fix up Facebook Messenger and the calls and everything, and it's trash, right? I've seen, like I said, you're going to hear it on a video coming up real soon. I've seen uh, kids laying dead on roads with blood streamlining and Thai, uh, and Thai students walking right by him and hearing people crying in the background. I saw that on a video six years ago. I reported that video. They reported it back and said, this does not violate our guidelines. I said, if three dead children laying down in a pool of blood 
And people crying in the background does not violate your guidelines. You are immoral. You're insidious. You're a disgusting, repugnant human being. You are a dark web website. You are a dark web social media bullshit-ass website. This is why I give no respect to Mark Zuckerfuck. Okay, I could get some clients and I could pick up some people on there. That's fantastic. Okay, and that's just, you know, if I get a little bit lucky. But nonetheless, you ain't getting a goddamn thing from me. I wasted a lot of money on those bullshit-ass ads. Those ads don't work. They do not work. And so, in saying that, he's trying to get out of his lane. And he realized Zoom was on top. And then he's like, ooh, I'm going to make one for Facebook. No, dude. Your Facebook Messenger video and audio is trash. Do you think I'm really going to trust you after you were in on the whole Cambridge Analytica? Man, fuck you. My loyalty is with Zoom. I wouldn't even go with Google because Google's trash too. That ain't going to work. You got to stay in your lane. And I'm saying this because Amazon ended up creating a video game that's going to rival Fortnite. And I'm like, Amazon, you need to stay in your lane. You're a shipping company. You're a business blah, 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 blah company. Stay in your lane. A lot of people will say that's a limiting belief because people have told me to stay in my lane and don't do this. and Don't be a pocket. But the thing is, Amazon, you went from shipping, which you are prominently known as, to wait. Oh, my God. You're you made a video game. And honestly, the video game doesn't mean it's not too bad either. I actually saw some of the highlights. I was like, oh, this looks way better than Fortnite. (laughs) But again, Mark Zuckerfuck, stay in your lane. Take this L. You're going to take a significant L. People are going to realize that you're bullshit. People are building things right now that's going to rival you and take you out. I was inching for this day for YouTube to finally get fucked. The blockbusters to finally get fucked. I love competition. You know, there's been some things being posted on the TOEFL what is it on a TOEFL page that I normally post on uh, in regards to like picking up some different students and whatnot. And there's this guy, right? And there's this other girl that was posted on there. And it was like this white guy. He's like, learn with me. And then there was this other girl, this other white lady. She's like, learn with me. Not the fact that, of course, color doesn't matter, but it's very easy for weak-minded individuals to hurry up and go run over there. But me, oh man, I got, I got a, a, almost a thousand podcasts that literally backs up everything I do. Give me a free valuation. Show me right now how you grade your system. Let me hear you coaching. Let me hear you coaching someone right now. Let me see you on a live show. I want to see people ask you questions. I want to see your expertise. I want to see your integrity right now. See, I got all the integrity in the world. See, I love competition, but boy, when I see them, I'm like, you ain't, you stand no chance. Zoom was like, <laughs> Mark Zuckerfuck, you stand no chance. Spotify was like, man, let's get YouTube. Let's fuck them up good right now. You know what's so funny? I just opened up YouTube. Fucking Spotify is running an ad right there on the homepage. I said, all you YouTube groupie hoes, y'all are fucked. Guys, I love competition. I love hearing things like this, and I love when capitalism speaks in terms of free speech. To be silenced is disgusting. Weibo, all those social media platforms out there in China, disgusting. And I'm grateful right now because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is happening. This is happening right here, right now. Things are getting ready to turn up. And I couldn't be more excited. So, guys, I wanted to just give you this breakdown real quick. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.